Hello you guys and welcome back to the Nerd Fix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode we're going to be doing a Nerd Fix review of the anime Angels of Death. So for those who are fans of the anime itself or have heard of the anime series, this is for you. So sit back, relax, and get ready for your fix because we're diving right into it. So for those who aren't familiar with the series itself, Angel of Death was a anime game that was created by Motoko Sanada back on August 14th of 2015, but then it was launched on Steam on December 19th of 2016. Then it became a manga on January 27th of 2016 and ran until September 15th of 2020 and had 12 volumes. Then it became an anime series by the t- from July 6th of 2018 up until October 26th of 2018, only having 16 episodes. So there was only just one season of it, but the series itself was pretty good as it was supposedly based off of the game itself. But for those who haven't heard of Angels of Death, there will be some spoilers up ahead as I will be explaining what the anime is about as in a little summary of what it is, explaining of who the char- some of the characters are, mainly the main characters being being Rachel and Zack, but without further ado, let's continue on. The anime begins with Rachel waking up in a strange facility. She has no idea where she is or why she's here. She goes into a different room where she is met with a typewriter. The typewriter starts to type up who, what her name is, and she replies that her, her name is Rachel Gardner, then asks why is she here, but she keeps saying that she doesn't know, and she now has to realize that she has to find a way to get out, to get out of there and find out why she's there to begin with. Then she enters the first level of the facility, and she is met with another character who is a key figure in the series that these two are important in the in the series itself. That being Zach Isaac Foster, or as known as Zach. He is basically a serial killer who's been around for quite a while, and he goes and he carries around a scythe and this guy is psychotic, especially I love how he is portrayed, mainly with his voice actor, which in the English dub of the series, if you listen closely to his voice, is voiced by Dallas Reed, whom you may be familiar with his voice. He also played Asta in Black Clover. I will admit, yes, I did watch the English dub of the series, but I also watched the English sub of it as well because I wanted to get both takes of them, and I will say that both versions of it were really good, but I just felt like that the English dub of it had a bit more emotion to it because of how well they played it out for it being a psychological horror. But anyways, Rachel then meets a bird where, and she tries to befriend it. But Zack kind of ruined that moment as she tries to unhide. But when she finds the bird again, she finds out that it is dead and its wing is detached. So she sews it back together. 
and she manages to escape Zack again, but she bumps into Daniel Dickens, who is a scientist and is also a therapist. However, he is also entranced by Rachel's blue eyes, as he says that they remind him of his mother's eyes who died many years ago. And he basically is some kind of a freak and wants to surgically remove her eyes so then he can have those perfect blue eyes that his mother once had. Yeah, that kind of shows of how creepy the doctor really is. But he is incapacitated by Zack who then tries to kill Rachel but she just doesn't feel anything. It just lays there like motionless, just feels numb. And by the end of episode one, she goes up to Zack and asks for a favor, and that is to kill her. And throughout the and that's how episode one ends. Throughout the entire rest of the fifteen episodes, we see the two of them collaborating with one another, and it's basically a partnership where they agree to help one another out, and Zack agrees to kill Rachel as long as she helps him to escape this, facil this facility building. And as the two continue on with trying to solve these solve different kind of puzzles and different kind of tricks about the building and also of what's going on with, with what this building secrets are, they meet some different characters that are quite questionable and also kind of creepy. One example being of a young boy named Edward in the second episode who he creates a, a tombstone that has Rachel's name on it. The reason he did so was because he wrote a letter to Rachel saying how beautiful she would be when he, when he buries her when she dies. I don't know why he would find this to be interesting, but there was even one part in episode 2 that made me kind of chuckle when he, Zach goes insane and starts hacking at all of the tombstones in that one room, and Rachel basically just has a deadpan expression on her face when she said tried not to go too crazy, but he does, does anyway. But throughout the majority of the series, we do learn a little bit more about Zack and also about Rachel. Rachel's background, we don't learn about until much later down it, through the series. But for Zack's background story, it is pretty tragic and sad once you learn more about him. For his backstory, it is found out that his mother was someone who is... Mm, it's hard to describe, but... She's someone who does sleep around with a lot of men, kind of like a prostitute. And she, and the guy who basically looked after Zack was kind of like a stepfather in a sorts. He wasn't the best father figure in his life. And one day he, he bashed a bottle of alcohol on him and set him on fire, which caused about 98% of his body to be burned, which would explain why his body is all covered in bandages. Kind of gives you the vibe that would remind you of Jeff the Killer, except that he's all covered in bandages. And after what had happened to him, he went to live with an older man who basically showed him kindness for the first time in his life. Zack is not used to all of this because throughout the majority of his life, his mother never really cared about him, nor did the 
other men that would come into his life all because his mother was known to sleep around with so many various men that just entered and exited into his life and at one point he thought about killing the old man but he just didn't but throughout the remainder as he grew older he started killing more and more people and his inspiration of wanting to become a serial killer was based off the serial killer movies he started watching when he was a little kid and it's kind of like this whole idea of piggybacking of how serial killers come out to be who they are but everybody is but different serial killers are different of how they become serial killers whether it be based off their of their childhood, of mental illnesses, everyone, different serial killers become serial killers based off of however their backgrounds are. And with him being a notorious serial killer in the series, it's no wonder how everything that went on with his life is how he shaped up to be the person he is currently. Now, with Rachel, Hers was really, really messed up and really caught me by surprise. What happened with her is, in her home life, she's pretty much neglected and her parents don't seem to pay her much mind, especially if she goes out on her own. And even when she tries to ask her parents for something or if she wants to do something, at one point, her mother would slap her across the face, which kind of shows that she does face some verbal and physical abuse from her parents, which is kind of sad. And it's revealed that the, that not long after, there was a murder that happened where both parents are dead and their bodies have been sewn up. And it's revealed that it was Rachel that was responsible for the death of their par- of her parents and has sewn their bodies together. And when Isaac found fa- and when Zach found the truth about what happened to her her parents and that she was responsible, this basically made him see Rachel in a whole different light. And he was enraged that he never found the truth about her. And Zach is someone that hates liars. And when he found felt that Rachel lied to him about everything about her, he felt betrayed. But all of this was basically forgiven when she fought when she felt like if he knew about the real her, she was she was upset that he wouldn't accept he wouldn't accept her for who she is and would think that she's weird. But even with all of the things that they went through, they still are good friends. And I'm really happy that they, he was still able to accept her and was still kept the promise that he would kill her. Which I was happy they were able to resolve their differences. And by the second to last episode, and even to last, they were able to escape. And Isaac was able to to get her out of the uh, facility and I keep calling him Isaac and when it's really Zack and this is just something that I've been used to from playing the game and also reading the manga and also watching the anime so please don't judge me for this but anyways they got out of the building and he turns himself in while Rachel is taken to get medical treatment there she has been institutionalized and is seeking treatment but during that one night, she is in her own room where she is unable to sleep. There, Zack is bust through window and he is kept the promise to kill her. 
and the scene ends where Rachel jumps out of the window with Zack and he she asks him to kill her and this is where it ends I was really taken aback of how this whole series ends because it kind of makes you wonder how does this whole thing end does it end where he kills her does it end where they just appeared at this in the night what happens but it there was one instance where in the manga or in the anime it shows that it was left with a a blood-covered knife underneath the window and that Rachel and Zack disappeared. But other than that, we don't know of the full ending of what happened to Rachel. But it does leave at an at a interesting cliffhanger of a sort of how this whole series ends and it leaves the fans of wondering what is the fate of Rachel. But overall, I did enjoy the anime and I thought that it was really, really thrilling of how this was all done, especially if, with it being based off of a video game itself. But plugging it into the Nerdfix meter of how I would rate the anime itself, I would give it an 8 out of 10. The anime is pretty good. It is Something that I would recommend as something that is interesting to watch as a psychological horror, but not on a level that is just supreme, like Parasite or like Ants, but I would say it's something that is entertaining to watch from time to time. But for those who have seen Angels of Death or at least played the game, I would recommend playing the game because it is something really interesting to be able to get a feel of the game before watching the anime to see differences between the two and let me know what you guys think of the series itself if you guys have ever watched it and let me know in the questionnaire that I will be posting at the end of the episode. So what were you guys' thoughts about the anime itself for Angels of Death? If, for those who have seen the series, do you like the series itself or did you not like the series? Let me know in a questionnaire that I will be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode after this recording. But for those who have stuck by towards the end of the episode, thank you so much for listening. And to end the episode as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by. And I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later.